What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I want to make sure we can bring John up here as well as have a little chat with our buddy, John McMullen. Now, it's going to be a little tight here. Ron, what's the earliest we can break to come back and have a longer segment at the end? Anytime. Okay. So <laughs> I'm just curious. You know, it's your show, man. You can do what you want. Yeah, but we've got affiliates. And... No, no, no. If you wanted, like, if you wanted to break, like, in the... Uh, in the next minute or so, that's fine. Okay. Well, I was going to break guys, now. You guys have you guys have rambled on long enough. Fair enough. So what we'll do is we'll take an early. Oh, break. come on now. That's not rambling. That's some quality entertainment going on right now. We're talking about eating, uh, Ron. You know, I agree. I think if you do have a major league eating uh, hall of fame, it does deserve to be in Coney Island. Where else? <laughs> See, so he was listening to the show. Yeah, don't, don't let him fool you. Don't let him fool mm. you. All right, a quick note. We'll take a break. We'll bring in our buddy John McMullen. We're live in the stream as well, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. A reminder, though, to not take any chances with COVID-19 and your family's health. Use the Exergen temporal scanner to check temperatures before dinner and before you leave home in the morning. Exergen takes an accurate rating in seconds and is the number one thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Stay safe with Exergen. It's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. Oh, John. Hey, guys. I miss What's hearing that, Ron's right? voice. Yeah, you missed that, huh? A <laughs> little bit. A little bit. How are you guys? Good. Do you miss uh, the Mike Gill show? Ooh. Uh, I like Mike. Why is oh, cool. this going somewhere? No, yeah. we all like Mike. Yeah. I just wanted to know if you miss being on there every day. Uh, you know, it was a successful segment. I will say mm-hmm. that. South Jersey's yeah. number one segment. Who did he replace Why you not? with? Mosher uh, and uh, the inside the, the birds guys. Oh, okay. Mosher and Kaplan. No, I don't think yeah. Kaplan slums it with that show. No, no. Yeah, he's on <laughs> once a week, I think. They, oh, they have like three guys. It's like Mosher, Kaplan, and the new guy, Albert. They're good guys. No, Andrew. But, yeah, Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, Andrew, Andrew's a good guy. He's Andrew a, who? Yeah. He's a hard Andrew worker. Did, 
DeCheco, I believe. Yeah, oh, okay. For his name, but yeah. he's uh, yeah, he works he works hard. I believe it's DeCheco, right? Yeah, it's the double like C. The double C's on the an Italian last name is usually a CH, right? Oh yeah, Andrew DeCheco. Yeah, not yeah. like Bonaducci. <laughs> you just stuck on this Bonaducci. I'm gonna say it tonight too. I, I know it. <laughs> Now, it's funny because you saw that Schefter thing. Did you guys see that with Mike McCartney, the agent who always gets mixed up for Mike McCarthy uh, constantly on Twitter? People yell at him. Have you guys seen that? No. Basically, for years, Packers fans or Cowboys fans now, they go on and yell at Mike McCartney, thinking it's Ah. Mike McCarthy on Twitter. (laughs) Uh, And it just never stops. They don't figure it out. Insane. Oh, uh, we're back in, I guess, 40 seconds. So, so what Schefter? Oh, okay. Four. Chloe has COVID. Chloe. Chloe. Kardashian? Yeah. Is there, a, she's got to be the most famous Chloe, right? Oh, there was a porn star back in the 90s, oh, Chloe, right. that was pretty famous. Spelling, though. That's the H. It's got to be another famous Chloe for the C. Right now, I'm saying. Isn't it? Yeah. No question right now. I mean, Harry's right back in the day. Who was that, Harry? Just Chloe. Chloe what? No, just Chloe. She was like a soccer player. She just went by one name. Yeah, if you got one name, you know you're a star. That's right. AutomotiveMap.com today. All right, here we go. the middle on the sports map radio network presented by rocket mortgage live from the o'reilly auto park studios here's aton shander barrett brooks and harry mays hi we've got john mcmullen at jf mcmullen our nfl insider and we don't have a ton of time so i'll let barrett take it away because it looks like there could be some news regarding the eagles maybe even ahead of sunday night and this is something barrett's been on for a little bit no question you know i mean just looking at how the, the Eagles roster is constructed and, you know, we all need offensive linemen, but it's harder for an offensive lineman to get into the lineup and, and really be prepared to play. So I think they're going to go with the guys they have now, but possible trades at the linebacker position. And I heard a couple rumblings and I, and I had said this before we even started, you know, I like I looked at the teams. All right. What teams are out of this right now who, who are looking to sell, who would want to get some quality linebackers going. The first two teams I thought of was um, the Jets and the Texans and two two names that came to mind was Zach Cunningham and Avery Williamson. So what do you think of those two players? And what's the possibility of them bringing them in? Well, I, I think the Eagles are going to default to, to buyers. If you want to use that baseball terminology, that's just Howie Roseman's sort of mentality. But I mean, this team is up against it from a salary cap standpoint because of next year, first time ever, the salary cap's going to go down because of, of COVID-19 and all the financial impacts. So the Eagles have kind of bent, budgeted the money they have right now to roll over so they won't be in quite as much difficulty next year um, as they would be if they were right up against the cap. So that's a, num- that's a concern with Cunningham because he's pretty expensive. Yeah. So yeah. if you think about it, 
from that standpoint, I you know, last year it was Gerard Avery, a young player who's on his rookie contract that's very cost-effective. I think that's the type of player the Eagles would target. Uh, but there's no question they want to upgrade on the offensive line and at linebacker. The problem, as you mentioned, Barrett, offensive line, this is an offensive line deficient league. So nobody's giving away good offensive linemen. It's more right. difficult to find players there. And Jason Peters is coming back and people aren't going to be happy, but he's going to be at left tackle. Um, and they're getting slowly healthier. Lane Johnson is going to try to play as he always does. So maybe things are getting a little bit better, certainly better than the Cowboys. They have the same kind of issues on the offensive line. Hey, John, if the, if the Eagles are going to lose this football game, what, what has to happen in order for them to lose to uh, Ben DiNucci's Dallas Cowboys? Uh, they're not going to make it the two blocks from NovaCare to Lincoln Financial Field. Uh, I, I don't see too many paths to victory for the Cowboys, if it is Ben DiNucci. Now, Andy Dalton's back at some team meetings. He's not practicing today. There's still a chance he can pass the protocol. And then you're talking about a veteran quarterback. I, I don't think it's likely they would beat the Eagles even with Andy Dalton, but at least you could see it happening. Ben DiNucci, seventh-round pick against Jim Swartz, a veteran defensive coordinator. Boy, that's tough. And, and this team's not that good to be. I, I just mentioned the offensive line. There's mm -hmm. no Teron Smith. There's no Lael Collins. There's no Travis Frederick anymore. Zach Martin's supposed to be back, so that'll help a little bit. But uh, they can't block for the good quarterbacks. Seventh rounder. That's going to be a that's going to be a problem. John, I'm curious. Just about a, a minute or so before we hit overtime, and you're more than welcome to hang with us on that as we can continue this conversation. Do you see any legit, like realistic shot that I know it could happen, anything could happen, but do you see any realistic shot that Atlanta wins tonight? Boy, I mean, you know, Atlanta's the only team, if you look at these advanced statistics and these always these probabilities, it's the only team in history, I think, that has had a 98% win probability and finds ways to lose games i think they've done it three times so uh no <laughs> it's one of those years and, and you know football so in a it's such an emotional game what once the snowball starts rolling down the hill the wrong way it's mm -hmm. difficult for these teams to stop it. It, it because it's such a grind and barrett can talk to that better than than anybody it's such a grind that's why you see teams heading in negative directions, and it's really, really difficult to stop it. Yeah, they're ready to turn around and pack their stuff up and get out of there, man. Oh, but um, oh. Here's a quick little – we've got about 50 seconds left, so just a quick little tease on overtime. We'll continue to talk locally about what's happening here with some movement on the offensive line, but we might have found an example of player-slash-coaching malpractice that was worse – then James Franklin Bird and everything else that happened with Penn State losing to Indiana. And it's right with the Falcons. So we'll hit that. Some overtime stuff coming up. We're back on a football Friday. Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander, John McMullen, Ron Culver. It's the middle. All right. Wanted to get that out. Now we're live on the stream here. So we've got overtime. And uh, I'm going to get this video up in a second. 
but I didn't mean to jump in, Barrett. Take it away, brother. No, no, I'm just saying, um, what are the chances you think that Alshon gets to wear another jersey this year? You know, because it's, it's, it's evident that he's not going to play for the Eagles. No, the Eagles don't want him to play. And, it, you know, that has changed drastically, no matter what they say about this calf injury. And, I, you know, I think it's real. He tweaked it. But, look, if Travis Fulgham didn't turn into Travis Fulgham over the past four weeks, Alshon would have been out there. They they kind of walked into this Fulgham thing. Mm-hmm. And now they're similar type players. You know, Travis is 6'2", big, long, big, rangy, rangy receiver, catching radius all the stuff that Alshon does. So, you know, Alshon's not going to be here. I don't disagree with the Eagles sentiment. He's not going to be here next year anyway. And you, you've found, you've tapped into this Travis Fulgham thing. He needs to be on the field uh, at least till he plays his, himself off the field. So they would love to get rid of him, even if it's for a conditional seventh round pick. Green Bay is the one team. They need receivers. Aaron Rodgers needs receivers. He's a veteran guy. They have a chance to win a Super Bowl. Maybe you can entice them, but that's a lot of money for a guy who hasn't played. Nobody nobody outside Philadelphia knows if he's healthy enough to even play. So there's so many issues you got to deal with with potentially trading all Sean Jeffrey. But the Eagles I could love see, to do it. I could see A.J. Green going to Green Bay. Yeah, that'd be a better fit for mm-hmm. that, no question. But everyone what- wants some, somebody. Now, what do you think happens now that it's out there that the Eagles were looking to trade Zach Ertz? How do you think that all? And now, of course, he can't play. You can't trade him because he's hurt. How do you think that all plays out? Well, a lot of the Zach Ertz stuff. I mean, Zach Ertz wants out. That's mm. you know, that's part of it as well. Yeah, Zach has. Zach was upset. Uh, if you go back to January, he should not have played in that postseason game. He had a broken rib. He had a lacerated kidney. You saw every doctor leading up to that game. No way he can play. He played through it, and he doesn't think he got the respect from the organization, the reciprocation for doing that. So Mm. it's kind of a two-way street. And from the Eagles' standpoint, they're looking at it like, well, we got some receivers now. The best way to win in this league is to get – more speed on the field, more 11 personnel, more three receiver sets. So if Fulgham continues to develop, Jalen Rager is going to be back on the field likely Sunday night. If he starts to develop, you want three receivers on the field anyway, more often than two tight ends. So you want 11 personnel, not 12 personnel. And Dallas Goddard would be cheaper than Zach Ertz. So mm. either way, the injury – affected the trade but i i don't think zach is going to be here next year wow that's that's pretty big right there it's going to be major to yeah. see how this team moves on with a guy who was a staple for a little bit now i want to play this real quick before we talk about jason peters and, and this offensive line remember what happened with that hoosiers uh nitty lions game penn state indiana indiana gets the ball back fateful final drive and regulation and then that two-point conversion, that forced overtime. And then at that point, it's anybody's game, as you saw what happened. And clearly, there was a miscommunication at best. Worst case is that nobody was prepared for it. Well, remember, this thing happened where Atlanta scored and then gave Detroit the ball back. 
in the final possession for Detroit to march down the field and win the game. This is the audio of Matt Ryan talking to Todd Gurley. Now, can you hear that or no? No. Ah, jeez. You know, I, I swear. Try it again. Try it again. Try it again. Uh, I'll get it up. I'll get it up. I'll get it up. So he's basically yeah, telling Gurley not to score. He, yeah, Correct. he told him not to score. He told him to go down. And, and you know, sometimes coaches get criticized. Uh, quarterbacks get criticized, especially. Uh, and they tell guys what to do, and guys mm -hmm. don't do it. So, well, what if he I has mean, a, a contract in his a clause in his contract that uh, gives him bonuses for touchdowns? Well, <laughs> that's possible too. But I mean, the team's know, going nowhere. All, all you, know, you that's do as a coach though. is tell your players. And, and you know, the second part of that is unless you're Adam Gase, you're not going to throw people under the bus. So you're not going to go <laughs> out in public and say, so-and-so didn't do what I told him to do. At least most coaches aren't going to do that. I don't know I if that's you. what happened with James Franklin. This but is, that was uh, bad. Well, yeah, it's, both are bad. Hey, don't score. Yeah, I would Don't score. Down. Don't score. Get the first. <laughs> get the first. Get down. He's giving this to Gurley. Gurley through the middle. They're going to let him score. And he went in. That's a big mistake <laughs> by Todd Gurley. The Lions are going to get now, it back. What a mental mistake. At least in that case, Todd tried not to score. Yeah, he looked like he tried to veer right, off to the right. right. At the very end, right? Yeah. Very yeah. end. But, man. You, you could see him going, oh, I'm too close. And he tried to veer off, and then momentum took him in. So, at least he had it in the back of his mind mm. that he shouldn't have scored. But, yeah, he was told, you got to get go down before that. Same thing, make you laugh, make you cry. All-star guy wants to go out there and score anyways. All right, let's look at what happens. Barrett, I mean, you played on the offensive line. John, you've covered the NFL forever. Harry and I are here with observations of people that have talked about this game for a long time. I, I don't know, and, and again, I'm not saying it, but I'm more suggesting it. I don't know what the Eagles gain by putting Jason Peters at left tackle and moving Mylotta out based on how Mylotta has played so far in the last couple of games. And I might be missing something obvious. That's why I defer to the longtime insider, the former player with a ring, and Harry, who's as observant as it gets. Uh, you know, I, I think you do get you get a, you get a little bit of consistency with left with um, Jason Peters being a left tackle. But you know, since um, you know, since my lot is the young guy, it'll be easier for him to move around as opposed to having Jason Peters move over there. You know, it's, it's hard to keep teaching old dog new tricks. And he's just young enough that he could go over there and play right tackle and, and, and it not affect him like it would affect JP. Okay, real quick, before John or Harry jump in, Peters was brought back to play guard. They brought right. him back to teach him a new trick. Right, right. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I see both sides of this. I just kind of mentioned with all Sean, you know, JP's not going to be here next year. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and, and the second part of that is Andre Dillard has proved nothing as far as being the future left tackle of this team, other than he was a first round pick. So right. to me, if you have two guys in the mix, maybe Jordan can do it. Maybe Andre can do it, but you can throw two pitches instead of one and hopefully you get a strike. So that's how I kind of look at it. I, I think the Giants game affected their thinking because Jordan did not play well in that game. He had been playing well up until that game, but Marcus Golden kind of gave him fits. 
he got traded to Arizona after the game he played so well. Um, so <laughs> I think that played into it. And and then you saw Doug talk about it and Carson. You kind of got the feeling, okay, JP's going back to left tackle. The Eagles always default to we're going to win this division. We're going to get this right. We're going to hit the playoffs hot. Mm-hmm. And they're going to try to win games in the playoffs. I don't necessarily agree with it, but that's their that's their thought process. Yeah, that's fool's gold, if you ask me. Well, you know, no, I agree with that. Yeah, you say you say it's a chance. You know, everybody's record nah, is zero and zero. Not in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man! All right. No. <laughs> I tried. We'll be back on Friday. We thank everybody for popping in. We thank John McMullen. You can follow him. Appreciate John. JF McMullen at Harry Mays TU at B Brooks 72 NBCS at Shander Show. Mr. International, let's talk about Jim Schwartz. He does well against rookie quarterbacks, and Ben is no exception. You think there's any uh, merit to that, real quick, on the way out, John? Yeah, I do. Uh, Jim does generally do very well against rookie quarterbacks. He's far more uh, nuanced than fans tend to give him credit for. He throws a lot at young quarterbacks as far as looks and um, the rookies for a reason generally, and they need time to grow and they typically have, uh, have struggles against coordinators like that. Hey, John, uh, final thought here. What, are, what is your thought on my new number one seed, Matilda DeAngelis? Hmm. Uh, I was, I got to do more research. <laughs> Are you not, not watching not the undoing? It's the new the age. undoing on yeah. HBO. Yeah. So All right. I'm, that's exactly what I'm doing as soon as I leave this program. Please. Because if it's a number one seed, I'm assuming it's pretty impressive. Very impressive. Make sure nobody's around you for you know maybe 20, 30 minutes after you watch the. I have. I have 50 Zoom calls a week now, and I've gotten through them all without any personal scandal. So I'm very proud oh, yeah. of that. Don't, here's a good thing. don't watch The Undoing simultaneously while having a Zoom call. You don't want to end up like that guy from uh, the That's post. That's what I'm saying. I'm no forever. personal scandals. Yeah. Yeah. John, you're my guy now, man. You are my guy now. Awesome stuff. All right, guys. We appreciate everybody hanging with us. For John McMullen, Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, I'm Aton Shander. It's the middle. We're back on a Friday, 11 o'clock, right here, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client, that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the Um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.